Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Welcome to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods. Join me for conversation where we learn about food, wellness, beauty, travel, and spiritual concepts for high vibration living. Only you know what your body needs. Let this be the reminder that you have the power to tap in and know the food, self-care, and spiritual practices that will best serve you. I will be sharing my knowledge and learning with you from experts providing insight into nourishing all the layers of you, the physical, emotional, spiritual, and etheric bodies, so you can feel your best and live your dreams. Let's get started. Hi friends, welcome back to the High Vibration Living Podcast. I'm your host, Chef Whitney Aronoff, founder of Starseed Kitchen and High Vibration Foods, and I'm doing a little solo episode today. What I want to share with you guys are five tips to meal prep like a personal chef, meal prep like a pro, because Everyone needs to learn how to cook one, two, or three meals for themselves. The healthiest meal you will ever eat will always be the one that you make at home. And sometimes we just find ourselves in situations where having food in the fridge is a lot easier than placing an order, going to get pickup, and also makes us just feel so much better afterwards. So My goal has always been, since graduating culinary school in 2015, is to share what I learned with others because I felt like everything that I gained by going to the Natural Gourmet Institute, a health supportive culinary school in New York City, were life skills, were basic skills that we all deserve to know so we can better serve and support ourselves as we navigate life and the experience that our soul craves. So I'm going to dive in and share you guys five tips that really come from how I work as a personal chef. So if you aren't familiar with what I do, I work full-time as a personal chef for six different families in the Orange County area from Laguna Beach, Corona de Mar, Newport Beach. That tends to be the area where I support my clients. And I go to their home and I prepare all the food for them in their home. So I do their grocery shopping in the morning. I go straight to the house. I prepare everything fresh. If they're home for lunch, I serve them lunch and put the rest of the salads away in the fridge. And then I leave them with a printed recipe and they're all set with meals, usually lunch and dinner. Um, for their week ahead. And every family is a little bit different. Some families like the portions to be just enough for that one meal. Others like to have a double serving so that way they can have the meal twice. So I share this with you because you guys can keep that in mind as you prepare your own personal menu for meal prep. Now I cook for six different families. So that's a lot of cooking. So I do some double days where I work for one family in the morning, one family in the evening, and then I also have to feed myself. And if you know me, I don't eat out much. The only place you're probably going to catch me eating out um, is at Erewhon when I'm up in LA. Occasionally I'll order from Goop Kitchen and some other places, but 
um, I really, I really cook all my meals and I, I eat at home most of the time and I really save eating out for vacation and travel. So these are gonna be some of my tips, five tips to meal prep just like I do as a personal chef. You know, this is what I do for myself and this is what I do for others. So without further ado, I'm just gonna jump right into it for you guys. So number one, make a menu and make a shopping list. So that's the way I start my weeks for my clients. So I put together a menu with them with a bunch of suggestions and it's all in line with how they like to eat, their food preferences, their food cravings. I email that to them and it really just serves as inspiration to get their wheels turning and thinking about what do you really wanna eat next week. They choose their choices. So I suggest with most families, five entrees with sides. So if you're going to bake your first meal prep menu, go with four to five entrees with sides, you know, start yourself in that arena. And then once you put together your menu and you solidify that, then you want to do your grocery shopping list. So you have your five menu items. And as you put together your grocery list, I go down my menu and I block that on my grocery shopping list. I like to do the old school way, pen to paper, so that way I can take it into the store with me and I can cross off as I go. And then I also keep the printed menu with me when I go into the grocery store. That way I know how I need to pivot if I can't find a certain ingredient. Because in this day and age, I really prefer going to one grocery store and maybe a second shop stop if that's like to a butcher shop. So. I usually go to Whole Foods, that's my one-stop shop. And then I also go to a butcher shop where I pick up the rest of the quality proteins that I need to finish the dishes. So make a menu, put together your shopping list, double check to see if there's any of those ingredients already in the house so you don't overbuy. As you put together the shopping list, group things together according to what you're cooking and take a copy of your menu with you so when you see that there's something in the shopping list that is no longer available, you can figure out a way to pivot. This usually comes up the most with vegetables. So you'll have a certain vegetable on the menu and suddenly it's not available. And you know, is it worth going to a few other grocery stores to find you know, your rapini? your broccolini, your asparagus, it's totally up to you. But I like to put together the menu in a way that I can easily pivot if I have to. All right, number two, you wanna start cooking as soon as you return home. So plan going to the grocery store when you know that when you get home, you can immediately start cooking. So that way you're not spending all this time putting away the groceries and then pulling them back out to cook later in the day or the next day or the following day. So you're gonna save so much more time if you go to the grocery store, you come home and you get to work. Because as you start pulling groceries out of the bag, you can start cooking. So when I'm at my client's house, I really multitask. So if I'm unloading all the groceries and I'm getting my kitchen started, I'm putting out my cutting board, I'm putting out my kitchen towels, I'm pulling out you know, all the things that I'm gonna need for what I have on the menu that day, that's when I'll just immediately start hard boiling, hard boiling eggs. Maybe I'll throw the quinoa on. I'll do a few little things as I'm pulling all the groceries out of the bag and washing the vegetables and laying things out on the towels. So 
you'll save so much more time that way and it'll help your pantry and your fridge stay more organized. So don't go to the grocery store until you know that you can immediately cook when you get home. Number three, my third tip for meal prepping like a personal chef, know what needs to be cooked all the way through and what you can cook the day of. So here is what I mean by that. When I'm cooking for my clients, I know the items that I need to cook all the way through for them, that I need to cook halfway, and that I don't need to cook at all. So if I'm doing my starseed kitchen, baked pork chops with 11 magic herbs and spices and fresh rosemary. I season the pork chops with the spice mix. I put the fresh rosemary underneath and under on top. Um, I put it in a baking dish in a nice big Pyrex. I put the parchment paper down. I put the seasoned chops with the rosemary. Maybe you put like some, you know, some small baby potatoes around it, drizzle a little olive oil, maybe some sliced carrots, cover it up and I put it in the fridge. And I know that has to be cooked within three days and my clients know that. I don't pre-cook it because the pork chops are done in 20 minutes. It's a really quick baked item. So that I don't cook. If I'm doing fish, so my one of my clients always like to have fish for dinner the night that I prep for them. I don't cook the fish. I do the marinade. I get it all ready to go for baking. Do the same thing. Put down the parchment paper. Prep it in the baking sheet. Get it ready to go. So that way they can come home from work. Put it in the oven. Dinner's ready. I wouldn't cook that fish and then have them reheat it. So know what needs to be cooked and know what can wait until you're ready to eat. Like steaming broccolini, steaming asparagus, that cooks really fast. So I won't prep things like that ahead of time. I'll just make sure that I have the asparagus and the broccolini and those type of vegetables in the fridge to make it easy for me when I get home from work to put together dinner fast. But what I will do is if I'm if I have meatballs on the menu for myself or for a client and I know that they're like me and sometimes you just want to be able to pull some protein out of the fridge and have a bite and have it already be cooked through uh, for dinner and you can just lightly warm it up in the oven. Meatballs, paleo meatballs, chicken breasts, sometimes grilled steak, those types of things I will have cooked all the way through to make it really easy for me or for my clients to be able to grab and eat something really fast when they're hungry. Other things that I like to cook all the way through and have available for my clients in the fridge, you know, that would be brown rice and quinoa. I fully cook that for them so they can just reheat that on the stove in a pot with a little bit of water, that reheats really fast. You know, if we're doing hard boiled eggs, I make a full hard boiled egg. You know, I don't stop um, by parboiling it, but I do leave the shell on because a hard boiled egg's gonna last in the fridge for seven days with the shell on versus if you peel them, they're going to spoil a lot faster. You know, if we're doing baked sweet potatoes, baked yams, a baked potato, a twice baked potato, all those things I cook all the way through. Hi. I'm Chef Whitney Aronoff. As a personal chef, I created custom organic spices for my clients. These blends are of the highest quality with no added sugar, MSG, caking agents, or any junk. I want you to have the same access to good quality seasonings, which is why I've launched my line of organic spice blends. 
High Vibration Foods by Starseed Kitchen is my collection of chef-crafted organic spice blends made with only good-for-you ingredients. I use organic source spices, ancient mineral-rich Redmond real salt, prepare the blends listening to kundalini mantra music, then charge the jars with the quartz Giza crystals for a true high-vibration experience. You can now purchase my most requested blend, 11 Magic Herbs and Spices, on StarseedKitchen.com. Use code STARSEED for 10% off your purchase. Can't wait for you to enjoy. So my number four tip for meal prepping like a personal chef is have some veggies on your menu that cook really fast. So similar to what I was mentioning before, you wanna make sure when you're making your personal menu is you have a few items on there that allow you to be able to walk through the door and heat them up in 10 minutes or less. So my favorite cooking technique for vegetables is blanching. And that just means taking a medium pot, filling it with water, I would say about three inches of water, bring to a boil, add a little salt, and you wanna add the salt because the salt cuts the bitterness from vegetables. So if you're blanching any greens, there's a natural bitter on there, and when you add the salt, it helps take away that bitterness, and it also helps keep the vibrancy of the green color of the vegetables. So as you look into the different ways that you can solidify the color, of blanched vegetables, you'll find that if you do cauliflower and you wanna keep it that white white, it's best if you add vinegar. That's the chemical reaction that will help the cauliflower stay white. But if you add salt, it will create a better flavor for the steamed or blanched cauliflower, but it's gonna leave the cauliflower with a little bit of a yellow tint. So just some things to keep in mind. I've tried the vinegar trick before if you really wanna keep your uh, white cauliflower florets, nice, white, and bright. But I just find that I don't like the little vinegar aftertaste, that I just prefer the taste of the salt. So give either a try. But the vegetables that I really like to keep in my fridge for really quick blanching is broccolini, asparagus, chard, spinach. Those are the ones that I usually stick with. It makes it really easy really easy for a green during the week. Others that I always keep in my fridge as well is green cabbage because you can saute that up with some onion or just plain with some coconut aminos, ginger, garlic, salt, pepper, um, really fast if you need a vegetable to go with your pre-cooked rice or quinoa or sweet potatoes or a veggie. Um, asparagus anyway, steamed, blanched, roasted. If you have a grill, that's great too. Green beans or French green beans cook up really fast. Again, I blanch those and I love them in a nice potato salad with a little vinaigrette. Um, you can also roast your green beans. So if you're getting bored of vegetables that you always steam, try roasting them. Um, and depending on your oven, ovens actually heat up really fast. They heat up in 15 minutes. You really don't need an air fryer. And if you want it to cook faster, just increase the heat by 25 degrees. So I bake everything at 400 degrees. And then if I'm using an oven that has convection setting, I turn that on and the convection setting is just the fan that's in the back of the oven that rotates, that allows the hot air to rotate, which is what makes everything crisp up faster when you put it in the oven. But 
If you don't have a convection setting, it's okay. Or if you notice that it really takes a long time for your oven to cook, it probably means the temperature is off. So you can go and pick up a temperature uh, oven thermometer and check the real temperature of your oven, or you can just increase the heat by 25 degrees and see if you like the results that you're getting better. Um, never, never forget also if you're looking for a quick vegetable side when you get home from work is you can always just blanch a medley of vegetables. So some broccoli florets, some sliced carrots, some cauliflower florets, some green peas. You can always do a medley and just throw them into the boiling water with salt, you know, let them go for about 30 seconds, strain them, and you're good to go. And remember, once you strain the vegetables, once you pour them out in the colander, they're still gonna keep cooking. So they don't have to be perfectly tender when you put your fork into the boiling water to check them, they still cook. After you pour them out of the boiling water and they're sitting in the colander, they're still cooking for a good few minutes afterwards. So I always lean towards undercooking them than overcooking them. Uh, I like a little crunch to my veggies. All right, the fifth and final tip to meal prep like a personal chef is just make it easy on yourself and prepare some salads in advance and that includes your salad dressing. So if I'm making myself a salad for lunch tomorrow to take with me to work, why make one? Let's just make three. So find a container that you really like. So my favorite container are the large round Pyrex bowls. Um, I believe they're the ones that hold 10 cups. I'll be sure to add it to my Amazon shop so you guys can see what I'm referencing. But I do the glass Pyrex bowl with the plastic lid and I just line them up. And if I'm making one, I'll just go ahead and make three. You go ahead and you just dice the chicken or dice whatever protein that you're putting on top. And then the big saver is just make your salad dressing. If you're someone that loves a dressing, just make it ahead of time in a jar and it will last you two weeks in the fridge. I'm someone that overall I can get by without a dressing. I usually just do a drizzle of olive oil and a drizzle of vinegar or a squeeze of half a lemon. And that's the, my dressing most of the time. And I would say majority is I'm leaning towards the squeeze of half of lemon and the olive oil. And then I usually doctor up my salads with lots of fresh herbs and let that be the flavor profile. Or I season my chicken with Starseed Kitchen adobo. That's my ultimate favorite spice for salad dressing or for salads. So I'll put that spice all over my chicken or my salmon. And that's what I usually add on for my protein for my lunch salad. So if you're making one, just go ahead and make three. If you really want to, you can make four or five, but it will make your life so much easier. And especially if you're someone on the go, um, to be able to wake up in the morning and just grab it and take it with you is the best. All right, and I can't leave you guys hanging. I wanted to give you some additional bonus tips on meal prepping like a personal chef and just let you into my refrigerator and tell you about some of the things that I always have cooked and in there. So I don't do all these items every week, but I would say you can find at least one of these items every week in my fridge. I'm constantly rotating them, but I'll always, you know, have a baked Japanese yam. That's really my favorite is I'll do a bunch of baked Japanese yam wedges, hard boiled eggs, and short grain brown rice. So I love to be able to reach in when I need breakfast in the morning or I wanna do something different for lunch and I can grab the short grain brown rice, which is delicious cold. 
I can grab the hard boiled eggs. I usually always have some mixed greens in there. I always have some sort of kimchi or sauerkraut. And my favorite kinds are from gold mine or from fermentation farm. A little avocado. Then you just add a little olive oil, a little sea salt, a little sprinkle of dulse or seaweed. And I always have cilantro and parsley in my fridge. A week doesn't go by without cilantro and parsley. And they're two good things to have in case you just ever need to add green to a meal and you don't have anything else in your house. And that makes for a great breakfast or a great lunch. And those are really truly staples that are always in my fridge. Sometimes I'll prep a batch of quinoa, but I usually go with my short grain brown rice. And then I would say every few weeks I do a nice long grain white rice. And If you guys have been listening for my podcast for a while, you know I always soak my rices um, for at least four to eight hours or overnight, strain them really well, cook them up. Sometimes I'll grill some hanger steak or skirt steak, have that sliced up in the fridge. That's really nice to lean into whenever you need a quick protein. I love a paleo meatball, whether it's made with ground turkey or with bison. I usually never do beef. I usually reserve enjoying my beef through steak or a burger that I grill. I really like making my meatballs with turkey and with bison. And I have a ton of recipes like that on the Starseed Kitchen website. And I love prepping them. And they're so easy just to take out of the fridge and eat when you need something to hold you over as you're making dinner. Um, It also reheats really fast in the oven and is great for a fast dinner. I love preparing my root vegetable mashed potatoes. So I either do a base of parsnips or parsnips and white sweet potatoes or just white sweet potatoes. Um, Even in the wintertime, you can add a little rutabaga in there or any other root vegetables and you just steam them and then use the water that you cooked them in with the vegetable, a little ghee, white pepper, and sea salt. It great, makes for a great mashed potato and is delicious paired with any protein and any steamed vegetable. So I love making a batch of that. It lasts in the week in the fridge for a week. Um, so that's a great meal prep item. I also make them with purple sweet potatoes. So if you're looking away for a way to finally try purple sweet potatoes, I highly, highly suggest that recipe, which is on the Starseed Kitchen website. I also like to always have carrots and celery in the fridge. Um, I go through phases where I have cucumber. Cucumber, especially Persian cucumbers, do turn quickly. Um, So I only buy them when I know I'm definitely going to snack on them, eat them, throw them in salads. And then again, lastly, a salad dressing that you can specifically use as a dip as well is fun to make at least once a month. And so I usually lean into making my whipped avocado salad dressing so that equal parts lemon juice and olive oil with a ripe avocado, a garlic clove, and a little sea salt. And then if you have extra herbs like parsley, cilantro, dill, mint, you can throw that in with the blender as well. And it makes a great salad dressing and it makes a great dip with carrots and celery. So those are five big tips um, that I truly apply to my work as a health supportive personal chef. And as you know, someone that has to prepare all their meals for themselves as well. I hope these tips served you. I will make sure that they're up on the Starsea Kitchen website so you can reference these notes as well. We'll put this in the blog post section. And I wish you guys many, many delicious meals ahead. And 
If you're ever looking for a fast and easy way to season your proteins, definitely check out Starseed Kitchen 11 Magic Herbs and Spices. It's a great spice to put in your paleo meatballs, to use when you're making a chili, to use on chicken thighs, to smother all over roasted cauliflower and roasted carrots. And then the starseed adobo is just one of my favorites over chicken breast, chicken thighs, whole roast chicken. I love it on some grilled salmon or baked salmon. It's amazing on shrimp. Um, so check out those spices, always available on starseedkitchen.com. And thank you guys so much for being a part of this community and letting me share what I've learned as a personal chef with you. Cheers. Thank you for listening to this episode of the High Vibration Living Podcast. Please leave a five-star rating and review wherever you are tuning in from to help more listeners like and find this podcast. And if you really loved what you heard today, pay it forward and send this episode to a friend or loved one. For more Starseed Kitchen, visit starseedkitchen.com and follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Be sure to pick up a jar of my high vibration foods, organic spices, which you can purchase on starseedkitchen.com. You can find me and follow along on my chef adventures on all your favorite social media channels at Whitney Aronoff. Thanks again for tuning in. Cheers to you and your health. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.